Welcome to Off The Ball's post-match podcast coming to you from the surrounds of the Aviva. We're just outside, it's still emptying out. There's a bit of an eerie silence around the place as Ireland lose to Serbia. 1-0 the final score, automatic qualification. Well, the hopes of that are now gone. We can still reach a playoff, but it's going to be tough because we've got to beat Moldova here next month and then get a win against Wales in Cardiff on the final day. Nathan Murphy and Kevin Kilban were on commentary of this game for Off The Ball. Robbie Brady again thinks about taking on the shot. Plays a wonderful yes! ball in! And Shane Duffy oh. scores but the linesman's flag is up. Kostic on the edge of the area. Lays it off for Kolarov. Oh, it's in! And Serbia have got their goal. Can I ask what was your read on the goal? It was a fantastic finish but maybe Kolarov had a lot more time and space than you would have liked? Well, it, it's going to happen. They are they are very good players. We... we if you told me that we would limit them to as little during the course of the game as they did, uh, uh, eventually did, I would have settled for that. We had uh, we had to we chased, we hurried, we played, we got it down to try and play it as well too. Obviously, um, and there are moments in the game when class players, players who are playing in the big leagues, can come and, and create something. And he got a bit of space to play in, and he's hammered it into the net. And that's eventually that's uh, proved the difference in the in the game. Shane Long, Shane Long managed to flick it on. Oh, Darren Murphy foul. goes down. That's a foul. Is it a foul? The referee blows his whistle. Well, what a decision awaits here because that was the last Serbian defender. He looks could be a red card. He looks to his linesman. It is yeah. a red card. Gets across him right footed. Foul! Hey. Murphy looks heels for a penalty. Still there for Christie, who fires it over the top of the crossbar. That is a foul. But I've just I've just done the TV interviews. I didn't see it back. The players are absolutely adamant that it was a penalty kick. I've not seen it back. I've just come out here, and uh, the players in the dressing room are saying it was a, a clear-cut penalty. And uh, the referee has uh, chosen to uh, not to give it. And the final whistle oh. goes, and the Republic of Ireland have been beaten. Oh. Alexander Kolarov scored the only goal, a Serbia win by a goal to nil at the Aviva Stadium. The players were fantastic tonight, really, really fantastic. I thought they they gave every ounce uh, for the shirt tonight, every single ounce that they had. There nothing left for them, and. Um, it was uh, it was a big big effort, and as Philip has just mentioned, if we had got the just desserts, uh, a penalty kick, and uh, maybe a possible conversion, it would have been uh, it would have been a, the least we deserved in the game tonight. I don't colour off a score of a rocket of a goal. I must admit, I don't remember them threatening us um, three times in the game, and um, apparently. Their captain said it's the toughest game he's played at international level. Martin, you've mentioned it already just about, I suppose, creativity and how maybe it's always been a bit of an issue. Tonight, there was a lot of times we had pressure on them. There was the opportunity to play a good final ball or a final ball. Is there any reason why there was maybe a lack of composure or that final ball didn't quite happen? Is, it, is there anything you can put your finger on? No, I, I also take your point. I think that one of the, one of the, one of the distinguishing features about, about really, really top-class sides is the ability to pick A, a pass out under pressure, B, to, to, to deal with it. And tonight, in the last seven or eight minutes, I know that we were going for it, but we, you know, you, you have to play with your head. You have to... You have to and, uh, for instance, uh, James, whom I love, he had a right foot shot at the edge of the box, you know. Um, Conor Hurens, who's essentially left foot, had a left foot shot, but also had a right footed shot. You've got to keep that ball alive. 
this is really, really important. Um, Shane Long's played a, uh, played a ball in about seven or eight minutes to go. He's played it to thinking somebody's there, but it's just nothing. These are very, very, very important moments. And that distinguishes the really great sides, the, the sides who are able to deal, deal with those situations. Or we need a wee bit of width again just to try and create something. We put the ball in the penalty box, um, as you've just said. Excuse me. That um, although I have not seen it back, but the players are absolutely adamant. As Philip said, that um, the, we should have had a penalty kick. Those sort of things change if they do. But I, I take your point entirely. This is very important to be able to play um, under that sort of pressure and, and choose the choose the right pass, the right moment. Or the right delivery. So a few post-match thoughts there from Martin O'Neill mixed in with some of, well, I was going to say the highlights, but I guess the lowlights of this game as Ireland lose 1-0 to Serbia. Still to come, more from Kevin. He gives us his thoughts. Also, John Brennan of the Sunday World will have a quick chat with us. First of all, let's hear from the dressing rooms. Conor Horahan came off the bench. He had a couple of cracks at goal. None of them really went close before him. We hear from John Walters. We know what we need. We need two wins. And at Georgia, and I think no matter what the Welsh result is, I think we need, probably need that second win to get the second uh, playoff spot in the punt rise. So I think we need to get it. So we know what we need to do, and hopefully we set ourselves up for a grand slam finish. We didn't have any clear good chances. We had a few little half ones, even second half, um, a few little ones, edge of the box um, shots, didn't hit the target. Probably should have had a penalty, but wasn't to be. And uh, now look, very difficult side. Uh, we've done extremely well and hardly played the game and wasted a bit of time, so it was difficult enough. But look, we go again, uh, all over here, um, and then and a big one in Wales. Yeah, very disappointing. Um, you know, we felt we did, did everything but score. Uh, had lots of chances, felt we could have had a penalty, but um, you know, it's a, we're, we are disappointed. Yeah. yeah, we were throwing the kitchen sink at them. Um, you know, obviously with the, they had ten men, so we got lots of chances. Um, you know, on another day, one of them goes in. Um, like I said, we felt we'd done everything but score. Definitely had a penalty for Morphy felt as well, and Morphy had a free header. Um, and listen, it's, it wasn't to be, but um, you know, great reaction from George, and we'll just uh, go again with the last two games. You know, we we felt we played well out there, and we did everything but score. We felt um, created numerous chances. Um, you know, we, we have to take the positives from it and move forward to the last two games because they're crucial. Daryl Murphy had a decent chance. Pat should have had a penalty. I think it was a penalty when Daryl Murphy was fouled, but you're kind of clutching at straws because. Overall, we didn't create an awful lot. We didn't really put uh, Stojkovic in, in the Serbian goal under pressure. I think he had a comfortable enough night. And I think Serbia as a back three had a comfortable enough night. There was a, a few high balls played into them throughout the second half, bypassing Wes Hulen before he was substituted. We didn't get Wes o into the game nowhere near enough. And everything just fizzled out. There was no real quality, I felt, um, as that game progressed. And a lot of the shots that we were having from, from distance, again, with no real quality, seriously lacking an all-off target. But the players that's on the pitch there tonight, we have seen that they do have a certain amount of quality. We've seen it under Martin O'Neill. We saw it at the Euros last summer. We saw them prepared to take the ball in tight areas and pass the ball. We haven't seen that enough over the two games. I'm, I'm, that, that is that is that is a, a given on a football pitch at times. You've got to be prepared to be brave and take the ball when someone's when someone's up your back or someone's coming in to try and close you down. It's almost as if that message has got to be clear after they go back to the clubs. Maybe whatever the message, the, the little phone call from Martin O'Neill to the players, look, when we come back in, it's just positivity. Whatever's going to happen in these next two games, we'll go out, we'll give it a go. And you say, 
you look at the creativity, we're going to lack any sort of creativity. We've not got Brady. Yeah. Brady set pieces tonight were a bit of a danger again for us, but McLean as well with the spot that he gives us. So we're going to be lacking, but it's got to be the positive message now, particularly when they meet up for those two games. That double header, it's pivotal from the first moment that they, that they arrive into the, into the team hotel that there's a real positive message that's coming from the top, and that's got to then transcend throughout the team. So it is Off the Ball's post-match podcast from a very downbeat Aviva Stadium. John Brennan, sports news editor of the Sunday World, is with me, John. Just not a good night. They did try very hard, but just nothing happened for them. Yeah, it was much better than Tbilisi on Saturday. But as you say, just nothing happened. And the real nothing happened is goals. We've scored two goals in our last four games, one of which was a uh, centre-half's header from a set-piece that was a bit dodgy anyway. So you can see where the problem lies. And those people who used to criticise Robbie Keane all the time for cartwheeling and doing whatever, God, they'd take a few Robbie cartwheels now, wouldn't they? We've thrown away a fantastic start to the group. Ten points from the first four games, including the two toughest away matches on the, on the itinerary. And uh, now we've blown up by taking three points from four games, three of which were at home against their three principal rivals, Wales, Austria and Serbia. We haven't, we haven't scored against two of them. Uh, we're just finding it difficult. We, we just haven't got the class at the moment, the pure bit of class that at some point Gareth Bale is probably going to produce for Wales to get them into a playoff now. Like we can still go, If we win against Moldova next month, we, can, we will go to Wales with a chance of beating them and getting into a playoff. But, God, would you like us against Italy or Portugal or someone like that now who are our possible opponents in a playoff? Is there something more to it? And Martin was asked a couple of times in the press conference why we can't just deliver that final ball, why we can't just cut a defence open. And he said, look, it's very difficult to do. He kind of stopped short of saying, well, maybe I just don't have the talent. I'm, sorry, taking what I think he was getting at yeah. from what he said. He didn't actually say that, but you know, he did also lament, I, did, I, you know, I don't have a 27-year-old Robbie Keane and I'd love to have a 27-year-old Robbie Keane. Yeah, wouldn't we all? Well, the other thing Martin O'Neill could have said is my players don't play for Manchester United, they don't play for Liverpool, they don't play for Arsenal anymore, as Martin O'Neill's predecessors 25 years ago would have had players from those clubs. We are suffering because of the English Premier League, there's no doubt about it. There's so many foreign players that it's only like the idea that how many of them Serbians tonight, four or five, are either current or former Premier League players. The idea that if we were playing Serbia 25 years ago, of course 25 years ago Serbia didn't exist as a country. That's a different argument, it's, it's got so much harder to qualify. But uh, Serbia have all these players in the Premier League and we don't. And, you know, it just kind of showed up. They had a bit of luck. They had one shot. John Walters was half an inch from getting a block on it. James McLean had a header in the move and build up to the move. The ball, I think, swirled in the wind. He just missed the header. And from that movement, we never got a, a foot in the ball again until it was in the back of the net. Those little things, they go for you. They go against you. We, we got a few goals here, there and everywhere. The ball, James McLean put the ball through the Austrian keeper's feet for the winner in Vienna. You win some, you lose some. Yeah. We, didn't, we didn't create enough tonight. What Martin was saying... We still was, look uncomposed and is there any excuse for that regardless of what level these players are at in England and around the UK well we looked a lot better than we looked on Saturday night when, when everyone thought the ball was a hand grenade and just didn't never mind didn't want it at their feet weren't calling for it at their feet at least tonight players like Wes Hula and Robbie Brady were pointing to their feet when the ball was coming out in the back as if to say I want it there was a bit of, bit of control there but International football, the Serbia are not a bad team. To be fair to Martin O'Neill, I give him credit for one thing. He says, any team that finishes ahead of Serbia in this group will qualify. He said that right from the very first match, when we were out in Belgrade in the piddle and the rain that night, he said, any team that ends this group ahead of Serbia will qualify. They've got George at home in their last game. They're going to win that, so they are going to win the group, no doubt about it. If we beat Moldova and if we beat Wales in, a, in, in what's virtually a playoff, unfortunately for us it's in Cardiff, 
we'll still get a playoff, but I can't see anything happening unless they have an open draw and we get one or two of the teams in second place like ourselves who are falling a bit over the line like Greece and unlike Northern Ireland who are going fantastically well. So you don't need players, no more than ourselves, Northern Ireland haven't got players at Manchester United, Liverpool, Arsenal, wherever else, but they're do- Michael O'Neill is doing a hell of a good job in getting the best of them. Now, their group is easier than ours in the sense that they have one superstar team and the rest of the group doesn't seem to be up to much, whereas in our group, everyone has taken points off everybody and unfortunately they're taking points off us. John Brennan, Sports News Editor of the Sunday World, thanks for joining us on Off the Balls post-match podcast here at the Aviva. Thanks, no problem at all. Cheers. Well, that's it from the surrounds of the Aviva for Off the Balls post-match podcast. Let's hope we can get a result against Moldova next month here and against Wales in Cardiff. Two games to go. If they win them both, then Ireland can go through. If you want, you can catch me on Twitter, at O'Sheen Langan. Don't forget to follow at Off the Ball on Twitter. And as I say, a lot more to come on this game tomorrow night from 7 on Off the Ball. From just outside the Aviva, as the dart whizzes by, it's goodbye from me.